this uh, people. Amen? Praise God. Amen. And uh, we want to, I want to talk to you about Emmanuel. Everyone say Emmanuel. And uh, you know that uh, Emmanuel is uh, God with us. Is that right? And that is the meaning of uh, Emmanuel. And um, when I consider Emmanuel, there's so much truth that comes out from that word, Emmanuel. And I just want to read a scripture to you, and you find that being fulfilled uh, in the in Matthew 1:23, but in Isaiah 7:14, it says, "Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign." He said, "Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel." Then it was fulfilled in the New Testament. And uh, in the book of Matthew 1, 23, it said, Behold, a virgin shall be with a child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Why Christmas? Many of us today, we tend to um, go into the, um, the views of saying, why do we celebrate Christmas? I have been a candidate to that school of thought in the past where it says, why do I have to celebrate Christmas? And um, it, is, um, it is not worth it. Why do we have to do it? And uh, I believe that um, we don't have to. Because when you look out into the world today we live in, it has now been hijacked by the world and it has now become so perverted that it has become something that is used to drink, to eat, and to drink alcohol, and to just do all the various things that are nothing to do with Christ himself. But why do we as Christians celebrate Christmas? Christmas is very important. I know that it is not there in the Bible, but there is something we need to understand that uh, Christmas is important to us because it tells us about the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Without the birth, there will be no crucifixion. Without the crucifixion, there will be no eh, resurrection. Why Christmas? Jesus Christ came, devoid himself of his glory and became flesh to dwell among sin-infested humanity in order to experience your pain and your suffering. And Jesus Christ came for that purpose. The book of John 1.14 tells us, it says, and it said, the word of God, Pastor Umberto alluded to it a little while ago. He said, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He said, we behold 
His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. I want you to just picture with me, just for a moment, picture Joseph and Mary looking around from one end to another. Mary heavily pregnant with the creator of the universe. The one who made everything. The Bible tells us in the book of Psalm 50, 10, the one who made the cattle on a thousand hills. Just picture Joseph pleading with the innkeeper or the manager for a room for his pregnant wife. This pregnant wife who has moved from place to place, have traveled a long distance, tired and weary, after a very long and tiresome and tedious journey. I want you to picture this couple. I want you to reflect back quickly on human compassion and sympathy. We live in a world today where compassion and care has become foreign. It's no longer in our vocabulary. And it's no longer in our relationship today. We see things happening on television and we shout our bowels of mercy. We see things, devastation, destruction, on our television, we no longer are compassionate. It does not drive us to do something. We short our bowels of compassion. You might say, no, I have compassion. No, we don't. Because if we as a nation or as a society have compassion, and I don't believe that the government will have to institute a royal commission in order to investigate the way we treat the sick and the elderly. We don't have compassion. You might be dead. I want you to take note of this quickly. This is not to mess up your Christmas celebration, but to make, or to make you feel guilty. No, I'm not doing that this morning. But I just want to highlight two parts or two points to you quickly that it is to remind you to remember those who are doing it tough. Those who are homeless. Those who are sick in the hospital. Second part, I want you to also remember to appreciate what God has done for you. I want us to quickly consider the homeless. Whichever way you might be celebrating or enjoying your Christmas today, I want, to, I want you to think of the homeless. Don't forget them. Jesus Christ knew how it feels to be homeless. Jesus Christ through his earthly parents came 
and knock at the inn's door. Just for an opportunity to have a roof over their head so that she can deliver her baby. I sat down with my mother many years ago just to glean from my mom, my family. And she told me this. I've never even discussed this with my own family. She said we we're very poor. I have to go to the farm to cultivate. And while I was heavily pregnant with you, I went to the farm. And as I went to the farm, and I had contraction, and I gave birth, I delivered you myself. And I put you on the basin, put you on top of my head, and I brought you home. But notwithstanding, she had a home to go to. We don't have that privilege. I remember one of my brothers was delivered at home. My mother had got a small little shop where she sells grocery. Somebody came to buy something. She attended to her and she left. She must have forgotten that there's something else I wanted to buy, I forgot. She came back. But my mother was heavily pregnant of my, one of my brothers. My mother went inside, delivered the baby. And when this woman came, saw my mother with a baby cutting the umbilical cord. She dropped down and fainted. We thank God for the privilege God has given us for such a time in the world we live in. Are you with me? Joseph and Mary, they didn't have a midwife to deliver the baby. And I believe that Joseph must have cut the umbilical cord of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I believe that uh, they did not have the, the sanitary environment that we have today. The Bible tells us he was born in a manger. Can I have an amen? Through his earthly, earthly parents, he, Joseph knocked. He said, there's no room in the inn. The Bible tells us in John 1, 11, 
He said, he came to his own, and his own did not receive him. His own did not receive Christ himself. Don't forget the homeless. As you celebrate Christmas today, remember those who are affected by the bushfire that is still currently, as we speak, raging in many parts of Queensland and New South Wales. How about the fire brigade, the paramedics, and the SES volunteers? I want you to remember the emotional toll that it has taken on these people who are trying to put off this fire. I watch them every day on television. I'm praying, say, God, help them out. Give them. Many of them today are putting off the fire. They are not celebrating Christmas. They are not sitting down in a comfort zone like we are sitting today. They are doing it for us. The enormous pain all these people will go through having to come back to their home with nothing remain, only but ash. Everything is in ruin. I don't know what Christmas will look like to these people. How about our farmers? Who have been doing it tough, fighting drought with no hope of rain. I want you to remember them. What of all those who are in hospital, who are spending Christmas today with their loved ones, those going through excruciating pain in the hospital and do not know whether relief will come? How about the carers, the doctors, the nurses, all those we not only remember them, we need to appreciate and thank God for them. Many of us will be asking the big why. The big question, why? No one knows what I am going through. Many might say, I want you to consider the plight of Mary carrying the Son of God. Where is that same God that revealed himself to me and said, Mary, you are going to give birth to the Savior of the world. But Mary is pregnant now with the Son of God. It has been fulfilled. But she is going through excruciating pain. The child is kicking. God is not going to shorten the process just because he is the son of God. No. She is going to go through that nine months of pregnancy. The child is going to act normally. The child is going to kick. 
Because the Bible tells us that when she was pregnant, she went to visit her cousin, Elizabeth. And the Bible said the child in her womb lifted for joy at the sound of the voice of Mary. I want you to consider the plight she is going through. The pain. And I believe she, she went through contraction. I, went, I believe she went through labor pain. And when she was going through that pain, she is carrying the Son of God. God did not shorten the process. God did not uh, um, um, relieve her of the pain. But she went through that pain also. For you and for me. But she was carrying Emmanuel, God with us. She's carrying God inside her womb and she was going through pain, but there is no relief. The God who said he is with us, and yet there is no relief. God with us means it was not, it's not talking about though the God that is going to just come to you, give you a relief, and go away. But the God that we are talking about is the God that is going to, going to go through the pain with you. Mary was carrying Emmanuel. It seems God is not there when she needed her most. It might seem so, but truly, truly, you might be carrying the one that is God with us. But truly, truly, he is going through your pain with you. He is going through your difficulties with you. His name is Emmanuel. He has never left you. He will never leave you. The Bible tells us in Luke 2, 7. It says, And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Emmanuel was not born in downtown Jerusalem where the hospitals is. Emmanuel was not born in downtown Jerusalem where all the big shots are, or in the palace. Emmanuel was born in a manger, the place where animals are kept, the place where the animals do all their stuff, smelling. That feeding trough of the animal became his bassinet. But he is doing it for you 
and for me. Why is he doing it? He did it in order to tell you that he's going through that pain you are going through. Mary carried Emmanuel. She went through pain. You might be carrying Jesus Christ with you, but don't think that no one cares. He cares. He is Emmanuel. He is inside of you. You are carrying Emmanuel. He is identifying himself with your pain and suffering, and as a result, he is helping you to go through. Everything you might be going through today, like I mentioned before, the fire, the drought, the sickness, the pain, the suffering, the depression, Jesus, the Emmanuel, is going through it with you. Can I have an amen? I just want to talk to you that you're not going through enough. You're not going through this pain and suffering. I don't know what you are going through today. Whatever you are going through today, you are not going through it alone. Emmanuel is with you. And I believe when that Emmanuel was born, the time will come whereby Jesus Christ is going to give you that breakthrough. And when that Emmanuel come, Mary rejoiced. And you are going to rejoice. Can I have an amen? amen? You are going to rejoice in Jesus' name. Let me just talk to those who seems okay. Those of us who are well. Those of us who are doing well. Those of us who are okay. Those of us who seems to have the breath of life in you. Those of you who rise up in the morning. Who walk up and down. Let me talk to you briefly. That you who are doing well. Those of you who are doing okay. You must remember those who are doing it tough. You must pray for them. You must support them. You must show some compassion. Compassion is, my definition, is don't stand there, do something. Can I have an amen? Amen. And that is why we as a church, we do what we do. As a church, through Christ, we bring healing to those who are hurting. Those who are going through issues in their life. Those who are fighting depression. We are here for you. The Bible tells us, it said, Unto us, a son is given. Unto us, a child is born. The government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name is Emmanuel. His name is Counselor. Counseling. Whatever battle you are fighting, whatever difficulties you are fighting, you have got a solution. The Emmanuel is with you. He is also your counselor. And he's using human instruments. He's using us so that we can be a blessing and help you out of your situation. Whatever you are going through, 
head is attacked. Two days ago, I walked through. I was coming from the church here. I saw my neighbor. And as I saw my neighbor, he began to talk to me. He said, two days ago, I just came from funeral of a, of a friend's wife. And he said, Two days after that, sorry, that, that was last week actually. He said two days after that, I was I went for a program. So I finished around 1.30 in the morning. So I drove through this my friend's house. 1.30 in the morning. Just a short distance from his house, he saw this friend walking his dog 1.30 in the morning. He wanted to stop. But he said, no, because his wife just passed away, he must be trying to process this. He left him alone. So when he got home, he sent him a test message telling him, he said, listen, we are here for you. I just passed you before and I realized that you must be going through some, uh, trying to work things out. It took a while before he responded. It was 2.30 before he responded. When he responded, he said, yes, he said, I've just, it's so overwhelming for me having to come into a home to know that my wife is passed away. And he told me, he said, two years ago, he said, that same man, their daughter, 16 years old, took her life. Then two years after that, the wife passed away. People are going through a lot. People are going through battles. People are fighting issues in their life. But I want to tell you this morning, whatever is your situation today, help is there. Emmanuel is there to help you out. He will deliver you. He will set you free. He is the God of counsel. People are fighting battle. Finally, the life of Jesus Christ was plagued with suffering and yet he did it for you and for me. He does not want you to do it alone. That is why he came as Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus Christ grew up as an adult and as he grew up as an adult, though his parents were not even given an opportunity to deliver him. And yet he grew up as an adult. But there was no place called his home. The Bible tells us in Matthew 8 20, it says, Forces have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man have nowhere to lay his head. Jesus Christ died as a Despite Pilate saying to his accuser, I found no fault in him. He said to the thief on the cross, He said, Today you shall be with me in paradise. Even in his tomb, remember, there was no room for him in the inn. He walked planet Earth for three years. 
He has no place he can call his own home. There is no roof over his head. Even in his death, the Bible tells us that he was buried in a tomb that was not his home. It was given to him by Joseph of Aramathia. In the book of 2 Corinthians 8, 9, he said, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, hallelujah, he left his glory. He said, though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. This is Jesus, your Emmanuel, God with us. The question I need to ask you this morning is there any room in your heart for Emmanuel? Is there any room, though he might knock at the door? Because the Bible tells us in Revelation 3 27, Behold, I stand at your heart door. He is always standing at the heart door, he's always knocking, knocking, knocking. Don't turn him out. Don't turn him away because he's knocking at your heart today. He's asking to come in. He said, the reason why I want to come in, not to mess up your Christmas. He said, not to invade your world and to, to make things bad for you. He said, no, I want to come in as your Emmanuel, God with us. So that when I come in, I might suck with you. I might enjoy life with you. And then I continue to make you the way I propose you to be. I am your Emmanuel. Is there, is there any room in your heart for Jesus? Jesus is the reason for Christmas. Shall we all start? Everybody turn. Look at, look at everyone. Look at everyone. And then look up. You missed the point. Look at the time. <laughs> Amen. Okay, jokes apart, let us look at ourselves this morning. I don't know what you're going through. your Emmanuel. Whatever you do today, as you eat, as you enjoy life, remember it is because of Him you are enjoying. He's giving you that freedom. Amen? And let us remember others who are doing it tough. Whatever you can do, do it. Amen? And finally, I want you to look at one thing. You need to look at Jesus Christ. Picture him. Is he outside your heart or inside your heart? You see, you see the world standing in the cold, in the sun, still knocking at your heart? He was rejected. 
apart from a baby up to the cross but he's standing right now as we speak knocking, knocking are you willing to allow him to come in? he said I'm not here to mess up your life I'm here to make your life better that is my purpose because I know you more than you know yourself and I have prepared something for you and I want to lead you and guide you into my purpose for your life. Will you allow me to come in this morning? Will you allow me to come in so that I can sup with you? Remember, he wants to sup with you. He wants to enjoy that Christmas with us. Are you willing to do that this morning? I want to leave this with you. Shall we all bow our heads close, our eyes closed? I want to give you an opportunity this morning. For those of us, if Jesus Christ is outside, if Jesus Christ is outside, let him in. Just let him in right now. If you are there, if you want to let him in, just slip off your hand. You just want to just quickly. This will be the best Christmas ever for you. If you want to let him in, you want to let Emmanuel in. This is your opportunity. Just slip off. All eyes are closed. Just slip off your hands. You want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. You want to ask him to come into your heart this morning. Come, just quickly. Let him in. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. For all those, Lord, that have just lifted their hands, Lord. I just pray right now, Lord, that your Holy Spirit. We do not want you, Lord, just to stand outside while you are still knocking. Father, come in, Lord God. Forgive, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord, that there will be cleansing. There will be forgiveness, Lord. Jesus, we repent, Lord. I pray, Lord God, that we recognize what you have done on the cross of Calvary. We recognize, Lord God, that you died. That same child we celebrate today, Lord. Father, Lord, we know he grew up into an adult. Jesus, Lord, we know you went to the cross and you died, Lord God. And you were buried, Lord. And we recognize, Lord Jesus, that you rose up again in order to give us a brand new life. Father, we accept you right now. We appropriate what you have done on Calvary Cross into our life. Father, I pray, Lord God, that our lives will never be the same again. We thank you, Lord God, because thank you for the joy of Christmas. We bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Let's rock and roll for Jesus. Amen. Shall we?